more yeah just cry out for more right now just ask him for more thank you holy spirit lord your hungry ones are here tonight god lord we ask you to come and show up in legacy like you never have before god come and show us that you are the god who is above all things father lord we ask you to do exceedingly abundantly all that we could ever ask think or imagine like it says in your word in and through us father lord i thank you for the miracles and signs and wonders that will take place here tonight, God. We ask you for healings. We ask you for correct words of knowledge and incorrect, God. Lord, we thank you for the risks that are going to be taken here in this place tonight. We call them blessed, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for your love. Wow. I thank you for your love, that your love is going to just fill this room just like honey to the top. God, Lord, just fill this room with your love. Encounter people with your love tonight. Show them who they are, God. Show them who they are, that they're sons and daughters. Lord, that your love would come like rain down the walls, God. Lord, that they would feel your liquid love just drenched on their heads, God. That they would feel your love like never before. I pray for love encounters right now in the name of Jesus. That people would step from servant to friend, to lover tonight. In Jesus' name, we prophesy it. We declare it, God. Lord, we thank you for everything you're going to do tonight in advance. We thank you because it will happen. It will come to pass. Lord, I pray for our students right now that you would just surge them like a lightning bolt of faith right now, God, that they would take risks tonight, that they would see that they are the ones whom you created and you love and you've sent to, to pour out into your people. So Lord, thank you so much for everything you're going to do, God. Lord, we give it to you. Lord, we just step into rest right now. We lie down in green pastures with you. And we rest in your goodness. That you are working, working all things together for those who love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. So God, we know you're working it together. God, I pray for the people walking into this room tonight. Would you be as clear as water to us? Would we hear you? like we hear the person next to us, just so clear, so precise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, God, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you that you are infilling this place with hope. I just saw an image of like an IV bag and the Lord injecting it to every single person here and every person that comes tonight. And so God, I thank you for your infilling of hope that's gonna enter into this place, that you are gonna put joy into this place. And I just ask for an overflow of your joy. You say joy is our strength, God. And I thank you that is easy for us to walk into it, God. So God, I just thank you for your joy tonight. I thank you for your hope in filling this place, God. And I, I thank you that you are gonna make us like children again that you are gonna speak to us like children. It's gonna be really, really easy. And what Gabby was saying, I thank you that we are gonna take risks tonight. And it's gonna be so, so good. We just thank you, God, for what you have. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're gonna do tonight. Yeah, God, I thank you for all the hearts that are gonna be encountered, everyone that's gonna be touched. We just ask that even on the way here that people are going to be encountering you. That's going to be really, really easy for them to step in into uh, this place. God, I thank you just for the Holy Spirit that you are welcome here. And I just ask that you would start coming. Yeah, Holy Spirit, that you are, you are welcome here right now. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you right now, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Thank you for your peace in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're present here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your peace and your joy to flow in this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Touch every single one of us tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy of all praise in this place. You're worthy of all praise. We ask you, God, touch us today. Touch us today. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I pray for the right people to come tonight. I ask that um, people that have wanted to come to church, that you're going to do something in their hearts that they actually end up here tonight. Erin um, was sharing a testimony um, that God actually took over control of someone's car one time to get them to a meeting that they knew nothing about. So I just declare that people come tonight that need to be here. We just declare that tonight is a night of radical breakthrough and of people that have been, um, that God has been chasing, that they will end up here tonight. We thank you, God, for the breakthrough of tonight. We thank you that you're giving us um, the heart for people that are going to be here tonight. We thank you for what you're going to do and that Legacy Church is just going to break out and it's going to be accelerated and that it's just going to see new signs and wonders like it's never seen before and miracles and healings and salvations. And we thank you, God, for your goodness here. We thank you that you love Legacy Church. And we just declare increase, that increase just goes from one level to the next tonight, that it's accelerated tonight, that we see tangibly your increase in so many different areas. And we thank you for what you're doing tonight in Jesus' name. Yeah, I felt like I saw a picture of like a nuclear bomb in the spirit kind of like dropping on this place and kind of like erupting. And I feel like there's such destiny on this house. I feel like it's going to shift the region. And I'm just like so thankful for that. So Jesus, we just like, we welcome that. Yeah, I got to pray that it'd be accelerated in Jesus' name. Wow. I pray that it'd be accelerated with wisdom. Yeah, that it'd be able to be like sustained well. Yeah, I pray for, like, big people to be raised up in this house, God. Yeah. Like, people that are, like, strong and, like, filled with authority. God, I pray for that in Jesus' name. Yeah, I pray that, like, this place would kind of be, like, yeah, just, there would just be, like, such strong leadership in Jesus' name. And I pray that in Jesus' name. I just want to share something real quick. We were just praying over, it's Barbara, correct? 
Barbara. We were just praying. I was just praying for Barbara. And as I was finishing, she said, I have back pain. It's gone. It's gone. Okay? Come on. Thank you, God. Wow. All right, God. Come on. Let that elevate our faith right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He is the healer. That's what he wants to do tonight. He wants to heal his people. He wants to see his people. He's the living God. He's not dead. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yeah, thank you, God. Actually, can we just all start speaking in tongues for like a couple minutes? I just want to like us to start like breaking something open in the spirit and just pull heaven down into like our reality. So if you guys just, let's just start praying in tongues for a bit. Yeah, keep going. Spirit, we just give you full permission. We just give you full permission tonight that we just say, Come and say whatever you want to say, come and do whatever you want to do, move however you want to move, <laughs> speak whatever you want to speak. And we just give you full permission, we give you full openness. Yeah, just come and invade this place. I actually. I feel like it's gonna be a marking night tonight for like people, like not only for people that are coming, um, but even for like people on our team. <laughs> and so I feel like God's going to actually mark people. Uh, and then like some, some of you are actually also gonna feel like a marking, it's like a destiny marking too. So this goes for people who are coming tonight and people who are on our team. So just because you're ministering, just because you're here on a mission trip to minister to other people, uh, doesn't mean God's not going to mark you for your life, for your destiny. And so I just release that word over this space, over this church, and over all of us tonight, that we just be open and that we just invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and mark us tonight. That you would just release people into their destinies. I just ask for an acceleration for uh, people, just <laughs> acceleration into their calling, into their destiny tonight. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Yeah, I just hear the Father saying, My house is a house of prayer, and this is a house of prayer. 
We thank you for boldness, God. Holy Spirit, we just release you, yeah, to do whatever you want to do, God. This is a house of laborers. God, this house is going to be training up warriors in your kingdom who are going to be unafraid of the kingdom of darkness because your light shines in the darkness, God, and nothing will overcome it in Jesus' name. God, so we just pray for you to break out however you want to break out. God, we give you full permission. And I thank you for the increase in finances um, that you are blessing this couple with, this church with, Father. So we just thank you for their dedication, for their passion, for their heart to serve you. Thank you that they are laborers in your kingdom, God, and you are going to do mighty wonders through them. I thank you so much, Father, in Jesus' name. I was just asking um, God if, those, if there was any um, words that um, you want to almost like say, but I got reminded of two verses, and I'll try my best to articulate it on how it m matches. <clears throat> but the first one that came to mind was John 10, 10, where it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And then immediately I remembered John 15 says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. And I just felt that many times there's things that um, it might feel like kind of step out and take a risk, but it just feels like uh, there are things where there, there's no fruit and it might feel like the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy, but it's actually things that uh, God's pruning uh, or removing and actually he wants to prune the things uh, where you're actually very fruitful to bear more fruit and I just feel like uh, to de to declare and just release that uh, the things in our lives that uh, bears no fruit that Lord you would just cut those branches off and then the places that does bear fruit Lord that you would prune that so that it bears multiple fruit more fruit and actually like the first verse says, God has not come to kill, steal, and destroy. He's there to give us life, full life, and life in abundance. And so he's not here to do us harm. He's actually here for good. And a lot of times uh, we might get upset for things not going our way or things like that. But he's actually so generous and he loves us so much that he's actually just so kind. And in the best way possible, he just cuts off those branches uh, branches and sometimes it can be difficult or hard but he has the best intention and I know uh, and I just pray Lord that you would prune the areas to be even more fruitful because just like tonight was uh, what was being released about it being a time of marking I feel like there's gonna be areas where we're gonna get pruned and in in time you're gonna just see so much more fruit just bearing in these areas and you're gonna wonder oh, where did this happen and that's because of tonight and I just want to release that, just breakthrough in those areas. In Jesus' name, amen.
else want to jump in before I take the microphone? Because these guys get tired of hearing my voice. Well, there's only a couple so far. <clears throat> I just want to encourage you guys. Um, just We say this often here. We want to see Jesus get the full reward of his suffering. Everything that's going to happen in your lives and in our lives in ministry in this church and anywhere we go and establish kingdom, it's because Jesus already paid for it. Toronto happened because Jesus paid for it on the cross. The outpouring, the renewal time at Bethel is because Jesus paid for it in advance. This church is in existence because Jesus paid the price to redeem my life, to redeem her life, to bring us into his kingdom for a time like now. So I just want to encourage you guys, Jesus paid for, it's already paid for. Everything that we have to access tonight, he's paid for it. And we want to see, we want to pull on heaven and see him get his reward. We want to pull and access and release whatever he has for this gathering tonight. And so I'm just going to pray from, you guys are going to go from Psalm 23 to Psalm 24, I hope, because I know Psalm 23 is so prophetic. You can give a prophetic word out of any verse. According to Dan McCollum, he said you can prophesy out of Psalm 23. But Psalm 24, in the last part, it says, so just take this. This is our prayer tonight. So wake up, you living gateways. Lift up your heads, you doorways of eternity. Welcome the King of glory, for he is about to come through you. He is about to come through you. You ask, who is this King of glory? Yahweh, armed and ready for battle. Yahweh, invincible in every way. So wake up, you living gateways, and rejoice. Fling wide, you eternal doors. Fling wide your spirit tonight. Fling wide, you eternal doors. Here he comes. The king of glory is ready to come in. You ask, I guess if you have to ask, who is this king of glory? <laughs> he is Yahweh, King Jesus armed and ready for battle the mighty one the invincible commander of heaven's hosts yes he is the king of glory so jesus tonight we just anticipate your presence coming in we we fling wide the gates of our spirit we fling wide the gates of our hearts tonight and we are we recognize that you saved us to make us pipelines to make us vessels for your glory to come in to bring people into encounters to bring your kingdom into our earth and establish your domain the king's domain everywhere we go so we welcome you king jesus come and have your way tonight come and have your way mighty King Jesus name. All right, guys. Well, we got about 15 minutes before the gang starts showing up. We have a lot of uh, people invited as we kind of gave you guys hints, uh, hinted over the text, a lot of different types of backgrounds. So feel free just to be un unloosed, unleashed. There are no leashes in this room, okay? We know the house you come from. We know the goods you carry. We know you. One thing I know is in, in January, you guys received impartation from Randy. So, I mean, that right there, people would just beg to get in line to get, you know, some hands laid on them. And I know you guys get the first come, first serve. So students get the hands on before, before the conference, the healing conference. So we know you guys carry an impartation to release. So just give away what you can. You're not going to give away everything because it's just going to keep coming in. As Dan, I mentioned Dan McCollum, he said, we don't, I don't have to impart out of my, my personal reservoir. I just have to grab hold of, of him and, and grab hold of them, and he will flow through. 
So you don't have to burn yourselves out. I'm going to just denounce burnout tonight. You're not going to be tired. You're going to be so refreshed after this week here in Washington. So we bless you guys. goodness. Wow. This is awesome. Well, welcome. This is so weird having this like so high. <laughs> I should have just had Ben open this up here. <laughs> You'll see when he comes up. We got, we got a preacher in the house. Not, and I know you're like, thank God it ain't you, Scott. Cause just saying, you guys get to hear me all the time. You're probably like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Whoops. Well, hey, guys. <laughs> I didn't hear that. My mom said amen. Oh, okay. Okay. Welcome, you guys, to Legacy City Church. And uh, we want to welcome Bethel team yes. to Legacy City Church. Woo! Welcome to Washington State. Hey, can we do this? Can we have the team stand up so everyone could see who you are? That way they know, oh, this church isn't that big. <laughs> what do we have here? We got 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So we got about 16 of you guys. Yeah, awesome. awesome. So just real quick, the, if you guys don't know what Bethel is, Bethel is a church in Redding, California, a very well-known, powerful house of God that trains and equips leaders, people who come from all around the world. So these, these guys, some are first year, second year, third year too. Um, so we have all three uh, levels of schooling uh, represented in this room. But these guys come from around the world to get trained and equipped to be powerful leaders, to be filled and released with kingdom fire. So we just anticipate so much tonight. And, and it's not just about them, okay? And, and I don't, we, we made this clear at the beginning when we were praying that we don't have just an expectation for them to do something. We believe that what happens in this place tonight, for all of us who have come together in one place for one purpose, and that is to lift high the name of Jesus, that it doesn't depend on me or Tammy or a team coming in from California to bring the presence of God. If you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you are a vessel, you are a gateway for the presence of God. You, you are, are his, his treasure, his possession, and he wants to be released through your life so that everywhere you and I go, his presence is released, his kingdom comes and is established. I won't preach because it sounds like I'm starting to do that. So we're going to get things ready here. So I always like to set the table for worship. So why don't you guys stand? We're going to just look at three quick, three quick keys to help us enter into worship. See, my heart as a, as a pastor, as a brother in Jesus, is that not one person misses out on the opportunity of stepping into the presence of God in the place of worship. See, we're going to step in to a realm tonight. We're going to step into the, the realm of the kingdom, the king's domain. And the kingdom is in the Holy Spirit. Romans 14 says it's the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So wherever the Holy Spirit's presence is released, that is where the kingdom of God comes in. The rule and reign of Jesus so where was I going with that? I have no idea. Worship? Yes. 
So three keys that I want to help all of you guys realize uh, as we step into the realm of heaven. There we go. That's where I was going with that. Number one, I don't have the scripture addresses, but the word of God in Hebrews tells us to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. The new and living way opened for us through the curtain, which is his body. So that's so important, you guys. You don't have to earn, you can't earn the right to go into God's presence. You cannot work your way and be good enough to gain favor with him to come in. There's only one way. The blood of Jesus paid it all. The blood of Jesus poured out on the cross. His broken body for you and me gives us free and fresh access to go from this realm here on planet Earth and to to lean in to the heavenly realm, the third heaven, the place where the presence of God dwells in all of his glory. It's not far away. The kingdom of heaven is right here in our midst. We're just going to lean into it. But you have permission to step in through the blood of Jesus, through his broken body on the cross. Another verse, one of the Psalms says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. See, we have a reason to be thankful because Jesus paid it all. He forgave your sins on the cross. He broke the power of sin and death over your life. The devil has no authority and no power over your life unless you give it to him which would be stupid, right? That's the spirit of stupid. So we don't do that, no. We take back, we take back that authority and we place it in Jesus' hands. And there we go. Okay, man. So we enter his gates with thanksgiving. We're thankful and we're gonna come into his courts with praise and we're getting ready to do that. One last thing, one last key. In Psalms, I believe 22, it says, you are holy enthroned on the praises of your people. So, Lord, with that word, we recognize tonight that as we give you praise, as we give worship and honor and glory to you, that the fruit of our lips would be filled with thanksgiving and giving glory and honor to the name above all names, the name of Jesus. That as we worship you tonight, your throne will be established upon our praise, that your presence will fill and dwell in the midst of our praises. So even now, God, we say thank you. Even now, I just want to ask you guys, even now, just give him thanks. Give him praise. Yeah, let's just take a second. Worship him. We don't need music to worship him. We love you, Jesus. We give you thanks, Lord God. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. Don't stop, guys. Don't stop. Don't pull away. Just keep pressing in. The Lord's presence is here. Lord, you're here. We love you. We welcome you. We thank you, God. We thank you that you don't leave us like orphans. We're never going to be alone. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, King Jesus. Yeah, come, Lord. Yeah, just continue to worship, guys. Don't stop. Worthy. Give to him a song in your spirit. Give him a song in your own language.
just drink him in tonight, guys. This is what it's all about. It's not about who's going to teach, who's going to preach, who's got a word. That's all important. But it's all about you and him. What you leave here tonight with, it's all about you and Jesus. He wants to fill you up. He wants to invade you. He wants to inhabit you. He came to live so that he could exchange with you your life, your dead life. It's worthless. You might as well just lay it down at his feet so that he could come in and take up residence within you and give you new life. Jesus, I invite you. I'll say it for myself, Lord, come and take up residence. Come and take the throne of my heart. Take the throne of my affections. Take my dreams. Take my pursuit. Take all of my hopes. It's yours. It's yours. It's all for you. You made me. You created me and my mom. You knit me together in her. How could I say I'm my own person? You are my God, my creator. You are the restorer of my soul. You anoint my head with oil. You make my cup overflow. Come, Lord, overflow, overflow in me. Just say it for yourself, overflow in me. Out of your bellies, rivers of living water will flow. Holy Spirit, flow. We don't want to trap you in, Lord. We don't want to keep you a prisoner. Broken vessels, leaky vessels, that's your favorite kind, Lord. We just let you loose. We fill this room with your glory, Lord. Let your glory come. Let your glory be released here tonight. will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever Lord we are your sons and daughters we are your boys and girls thank you Jesus that you're not ashamed of us you're not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters but it's your joy to bring us to the Father sweeping us up into your presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we love you. We love your presence, Lord. We love your face. got a word too and he's, he's not going to rush through it well I'm just going to say um, his presence is not going to lift when we say amen but I'm not going to say amen because it's not over yet yeah so in the presence of the Lord tonight in the presence of your king the king of kings I just say good evening kings and priests Good evening, kings and priests. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation, a people set apart for God. 
know who you are. Get to know who you are. Don't believe the lies anymore. You're not just a sinner saved by grace. You're not just a, just a worm. You might feel like one. You might be having a worm experience, but that's not who you are. He says, you're my son, you're my daughter, you are royalty. To those who received him, to those who believed in his name, he, according to John 1.12, he gave exousia, exousia. He gave the right, which, which means regal or royal authority. He gave you royal authority to become the children of God. You have royal authority to walk in true sonship. So we just welcome everybody tonight. And I, I just want to say one thing before Ben comes up. Ben's going to take it from here, and these guys are going to just have a fun time tonight. So I hope you guys aren't in a hurry to get out of here. Don't go. Don't go until you get a, a prophetic word. Everything that's spoken into this microphone tonight is recorded. But I want to encourage you to have your phone ready for later on when there are some uh, prophetic words that will be given one-on-one -on -one as the team mingles amongst you. I don't want you to miss something that the Lord would have, have to have them say on his behalf, something that might, might be a, a key for you. So get your phone, know where your memo button's at to record. Okay, I've probably got 50 of them or more on my phone. Just and I should go back and listen to them. Okay. So I want to encourage you guys, don't, don't just think you're going to remember it because you won't. It just it comes and you're overwhelmed and then you forget. So, so be ready to record. So Ben, my brother, it's, it's my pleasure. got here and we walked in the building and it was just like you know the end of the day and you um you get home and you sit down and you take your shoes off and you're like it's just like a fresh 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 uh breath well we we, we walked in this place and and the presence that we were met with is just like a fresh breath of a fresh a breath of fresh air um and i and i just want to actually just honor scott and tammy um Yeah, honor for you guys for what you've cultivated here, um, what you've created, and, and even just the short time that I've met you guys, you have, it's such a humble heart, um, and such a heart to, to serve, and actually go after, and I, I see these people that are just so willing to go after the one, it's that, that's willing to stop what they're doing, and, and, and actually like, no, this person needs Jesus, this person is is ripe for an encounter. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to refer others um, and go after that. And you're such a good steward of his presence. You're such a good steward of his presence. And, and it's because you value it and you hold it so dear. And you you know, like, that's what matters. That's what matters. And even, even as we go into this time, uh, it might feel a little, a little messy, uh, a little different because kind of going to ebb and flow and, and see where the spirit 
takes us. Um, <laughs> I, I'd rather stumble around and dance with the Spirit and, and do my best to follow Him than have a polished thing that, that we go out right. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're going to follow the Spirit. We're going to hopefully you leave encouraged. Someone said um, a good message is just a public encounter. A good message is a public encounter. So it doesn't, worship doesn't stop. Uh, we're just moving on to another another way of worshiping. And hopefully we're all encountering God through this. I just actually just have a few quick thoughts I wanted to share and, and talk about. And then again, we're going to go into times of ministry. And just hopefully you guys feel feel encouraged. Um, just turn to your neighbor and say, the presence of God is in this place. <laughs> Turn to your other neighbor and say, Jesus loves you. And back to your first one, God wants to encounter you in a powerful way tonight. Because I can't think of a better way to spend a life than just seeking his presence. Like what's, what's more valuable? What, what's going to be more valuable at the end of our life than be able to say like, oh, I actually... I just went after his presence. The creator of the universe wants to meet you where you're at. He actually loves you so much that he was willing to send his son to sacrifice to make a way for us to enter his presence while we're here. While we're here, we don't have to wait till we get to heaven. We can meet with him face to face right here when we're on earth. Um, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to John 8. Feels good in here. Feels good in here. <laughs> John 8, um, the story of Jesus finds himself surrounded by a crowd of people. And the crowd of people pushes this woman forward and says, This woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says that we should stone her right now. And, and when I'm thinking of this story, I'm imagining people, an angry crowd. Uh, later on, it says they drop their stones. So people are picking up stones. They're ready to stone this woman. They're ready to, to take their anger out on her because she was literally found in the act, probably taken right out of the act of adultery and brought to the center um, in front of everyone, publicly shamed, publicly um, about to be killed. And the scribes and the Pharisees bringing this woman to Jesus. And they did it to test him. The word says they did it to test him. And they said, what, what should we do with this woman? The law of Moses says we should kill her. But what do you say? <laughs> I just picture Jesus is kind of looking around, looking around at them. And he, said, he says, okay, I can, I can play this game, right? I can play this game. Whoever is without sin, go ahead. Throw the first stone at this woman. Take her out. Take her out. And slowly, one by one, it says, the oldest to the youngest, the people start dropping the stones, one by one, dropping the stones. until, And they drop the stones and walk away until Jesus is the only one left. It's just him and the woman. Everyone else has left. I think this method was actually really important for, for two reasons. One, this woman was being publicly shamed, um, publicly ripped out, and her reputation would have obviously been destroyed. Um, 
And in that moment, Jesus actually says, like, okay, I'm actually going to not just forgive her of the sin, but I'm actually going to release her of her shame because he says, okay, whoever one of you can say you're without sin and hasn't done the same thing in, in the Father's eyes as this woman, it might a different method, but go ahead, throw the first stone. And, and then forcing them one by one to drop the rocks and walk away and said, okay, I'm, I'm not worthy either. Until it was only Jesus that was left, the only one that legally had the right by the law to stone her, right? Like by the law of Moses, he had the right to do it. He was without sin. She sinned. The law said kill her. And he looked at her. He looked at her and said, where, where did everyone go? Where's, where's your accusers? Where's your accusers? And she looked up and said, they all, they all left. They're gone. They're gone. And I just imagine, like, Jesus telling this woman to stand up, put her shoulders back. He looks at her in the eyes, and he says, they don't accuse you. Neither do I. Now go. Now go and sin no more. It's, it's a powerful picture of the heart of God for restoration. Like, it's so powerful. We, I think this just paints a beautiful, beautiful picture of, like, the heart of God to see restoration in people because he actually took the time not only to, to say, I don't condemn you, but he did it in, in a way that provided her a life. He gave her her life back after being publicly shamed, after being pulled out in public that she could actually get rid of the shame and, and live her life um, in that way. A lot of people, a lot of Christians, hold God at an arm's length because they don't understand grace. Grasping onto God's grace and what it really means is so powerful because actually sometimes we don't want to let God in. We don't want to draw close to him because we know ourselves and we oh, I fall so short. I fall so short, which is true. We do. But the good news is God's grace is, is so much greater than anything that we could ever do, that we could ever, that could ever come in between us. And it's, I, I, I just feel the Lord like, it's time we put our arm down. It's time we put our arm down. We're, some, of, some of you in this room are standing and, and you've walked in relationship. Maybe, maybe you've walked in relationship with the Lord, maybe you haven't. Um, but maybe you've walked in relationship with him for years and you've been holding your arm out and holding him at an arm's distance and actually not letting him close to you because you don't understand the grace, the power of grace and what forgiveness really means and what the, the sacrifice on the cross that Jesus made actually, actually means for us, right? Matthew 27:50 says this is right after Jesus was crucified. It says but Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and gave up his spirit. Suddenly the curtain of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earthquakes and the rocks were split. The curtain that that was split open was probably would have been like six to eight inches thick. It was in the temple. It separated 
people from um, the presence of God, the holies of holies. So the priests would go into the holies of holies after doing ceremonial um, cleansings and all these things, and they would actually tie a rope around the priest's waist before they went into this holies of holies that was divided by the curtain. Because if there was sin on the life um, and they weren't clean, they, they would actually be struck dead by the presence of God. So when Jesus died on the cross, this is painting a picture. When Jesus died on the cross, the veil in, in, in this place between the holies of holies and the people was torn. Giving us access to the presence of God. We don't have to go through a priest. <laughs> we don't have to go through a priest. I don't have to go through anyone. I can come before the Father and say, I'm here, I'm, I'm imperfect, I'm broken, I'm hurting. But despite all that, you're good. Despite all of that, you're good. And his response is every time is going to be, I don't condemn you. I don't condemn you. He wants to know you. He paid the, the most costly price to be able to know you. The most costly price to be able to have a personal relationship with you. The moment we say, Jesus, come into my life, come into my life as my Lord and Savior, we have access. We're washed clean. It says we're washed white as snow. There's no separation. There's no separation. Sanctification is a process in our life, right? Forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not a process. He instantly forgives us when we say, Lord, come into my life. Be the Lord. Instantly forgive us. And we have access to him. There's no more separation. There's nothing sin between us. Guys, there's nothing more worth living for than the presence of God. There's nothing more worth living for. Nothing satisfies. Nothing else satisfies. Nothing fills us up. We're given access to the presence of God. At it was so costly. It was so costly, but it was worth it. It was worth it for the Lord to, because he wants to sit with us. He wants to be with us. <laughs> he calls his friend. He calls his friend. He calls his friend. He wants to be with us. There's no separation between us and him. Like we, we can enter into his presence. We can enter into his presence and be with him. If you're in this place and you've, maybe what I'm talking about sounds like, what the heck is this dude talking about? I thought Jesus was like way, way far off and not personal and not close. If you're in this place and you just feel it in your heart that, oh, I want to I know Jesus as, as my friend. I want to know Jesus as my Lord and my, my Savior. We just do me a favor and just just raise your hand. 
Awesome. I hope that means we all know him as the Lord and Savior. If not, um, throughout the night and, and you're like, oh man, I actually want to know him more and realize I don't. Um, find one of us and we'd love to, to pray with you and just disciple you and get you plugged in to community. Um, amazing. All right, we're going to go after some some things. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So the cool thing about no separation between us and God, it means we can encounter his presence, which we did in worship um, in a powerful way. But we're just going to continue that. I'm going to invite Gabby to come and She's just going to lead us in an encounter with the Lord. Um, yeah, does Phil, Phil let us share something? Like, sometimes an encounter with God can feel almost like we're making it up in some ways. If, if he shows you something, like a lot of times he speaks through our imagination and he speaks through our minds. And I'm someone that's very analytical and I just like... I overthink things so, so much. Um, so I'll just challenge you when, when Gabby's leading you through this, um, just find stillness and, and just give yourself the benefit of the doubt that the things that you're hearing in your, in your, in your mind's, mind's eye, the things that you're seeing, like actually it's the Lord like wanting to connect with you. It's the Lord wanting to commune with you and be your friend and, and reveal himself to you in a, in a new way. Um, yeah, just give yourself some grace in that. It's something I had to learn, and it's it's powerful. And the more you the more you do it, the clearer it comes, and the easier it is. Uh, but sometimes at first it can it can be challenging. Um, amazing. Here you go. Hi guys, I'm Gabby. How are you guys feeling? Good. Good. Oh, like Ben said, wow, you're so much taller than me. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about encounters. Actually, a core value of our school, it's on like every poster, everywhere is we owe the world an encounter with God. Can I tell you why I love that? Is that okay? I love that because I was a girl in Kalamazoo, Michigan, born and raised, and um, Loved God with my whole heart since I was 14. I led worship, worked at a church, did all of these things, and just really felt like I knew him. You know, I'd walked in friendship with him and all of these things. And um, about a couple of years ago, I got married to my lovely husband, and the Lord said, I want you to go to Bethel. And I said, okay. And so he brought us to this little podunk town right in California. <laughs> Ain't nothing special. <laughs> I'll be really honest with you. Um, and we were like, okay, God, we're here. And, um, but the thing I got to experience was I walked into this place and I had someone look at me and said, do you want to encounter God today? And I was like, yeah. And I thought I'd lived my whole life knowing him. And I did. I knew him. I had served him with everything that I had. I even had friendship conversations with him. But I hadn't really learned a life of encounter. And so that's why we're doing this tonight. That's why I want to walk you guys through this. This isn't just to be weird or use your imagination. 
but it's so you can have an invitation from the one that loves you, that formed you, that created you, who also created the heaven and the earth, who hung every single star. He wants to know you intimately and deeply tonight. And so when Ben was talking, the biggest thing I heard was just something I've learned over the past three years um, being at school is there's really three, I should say, depths to having relationship with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, and with God. And the first is servant. Now, when I say depths, I don't say levels. So here when I say that, that means that there's a little bit shallow, you get deeper, and you get deeper. And so the first depth that I would say is servant. You get saved and you say, God, I'm giving my life to you. You are Lord. You are Savior. I will do what you ask of me. But the next deeper level, the next step in the pool is friend. This is when you start saying, okay, God, not only do I want what you want, but I'm not going to understand you care what I care about too. You want to use me. You want to move with me. You know, you think about the friends that you have. I think about the best friends I had growing up. You know, best friendship looks a little bit different now being married and, you know, hopefully eventually having kids, as you guys know. I'm not going to sleepovers. I'm not <laughs> going to the movies every night, you know. When I think about, you know, middle school and high school and even when I was a child, when I had a best friend, we did everything together. I mean, I could be at their house every single night, every single weekend. We'd go and just get into... I don't know, this sounds like a really old word, but shenanigans. <laughs> um, you know, just walking around town, I don't know, going to McDonald's. But something I learned in that was I didn't have friendship with God at some point. You know, that's what God wants with us. He wants to walk with us and talk with us, go to bed with us, <laughs> talk to us about our days, you know, make decisions with us. What school do I want to go to? Should we buy the house? Should we not buy the house? Is this a good house for us to be in? Which I would like to say to both Scott and Timmy, this is a beautiful house. Beautiful house of the Lord. And if you don't have a home that you, or a church you call home, make this your home. This is a beautiful place to grow. Um, but yeah, so that's friendship. And then the next deep end, and I think the ultimate thing, because the Lord says that he's coming back for a bride. Not a friend, not a companion, not a servant. He said he's coming back for a bride. And so what that shows me is the last deep end is the lovers. And that's okay if it makes you feel a little uncomfortable when I say that. <laughs> when the Lord starts, first started speaking to me about that, I felt a little uncomfortable too. I was like, ooh, <laughs> lover. <laughs> um, it's okay. Um, but the more, and honestly, the deeper I go into my marriage, I've been married for about three years, is just letting the Lord come and love me. The in spite of love. Not the because of, not the if then, but the in spite of love that I've experienced with my husband where he's seen me in my weakest moment and he chooses me and he has patience for me and he has grace for me and we have fun together and he's the last thing I see every night and the first thing I see every morning and I earn to make him better, to make him, to see him, to cheer him on. We're partners. We do this together. We're going to create a family together. And so I don't know where you stand tonight. I don't, well, I should say, say none of you are standing, some of you. 
I don't know where you sit tonight. I don't know if um, what depth, what part of the pool do you find yourself in? Are you servant? Are you friend? Or are you lover? But I think that there's an invitation from the Holy Spirit through an encounter tonight to go deeper because he's coming back for a bride. And you're in no rush. The Holy Spirit didn't rush me. He didn't make me jump to the lover. That'd be so weird. Can you imagine if you met like your boss and kind of let's stay in the servant role? If you like met your boss on day one, he was like, yo, we're lovers now. I'd be like, no, we're not. That's harassment. Um, (laughs) The Holy Spirit is not here to harass you. He's here to love you. He's here to walk with you in whatever part of the pool you're with. Um, And so I honor that part of the pool. So for the first part, I just want you guys to close your eyes. Just take a deep breath. Just go in, out. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And just place your hands kind of palms up right by your sides. And that's just what we call it school. We call it receive mode. And that's just honestly a prophetic act saying, I am ready to receive from God. God, thank you for your lovely ones. Thank you for your servants and your friends and your lovers. Hmm. Yeah. So for the first portion, if that's you, I just want you to just prepare your heart. Actually, no, yeah, just prepare your heart. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, I want you to picture you're in your house, you're a little kid, and you're running around, and you go to dad's office. And some of you maybe grew up with different dads. But I want you to picture, and again, this is just using your mind's eye. I want you to picture not a scared knock. I want you to bust the door open because you're a daughter and you're a son. And that's what sons and daughters do. They bust bust the door open of their dad's office. And they say, Dad, I'm here. And you lock eyes with your father. And I want you just to picture whoever in the Trinity you feel closest to. Is it the Holy Spirit? Is it Jesus? Is it the Father? Whoever it is, just picture them. So you picture them, and they look at you, and they say, oh, my gosh, they're here. They're here. And they come, and they scoop you up. And they put you on his lap. And this is what he says to you. Yahweh is their best friend and their shepherd. They have more than enough. He offers them a resting place in his luxurious love. Your tracks take me to an oasis of peace the quiet book of bliss. That's where I restore and revive your life. I open. I open before you the right path and lead you along your footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor, so that you can bring honor to my name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness, fear will never conquer you, for you have all, for I already have. 
my authority is your strength and your peace. The comfort of my love takes away your fear. You'll never be lonely, for I am near you. I become your delicious feast, even when your enemies dare to fight. I anoint you with the fragrance of the Holy Spirit, and I give you all that you can drink until your cup overflows. Thank you, God. Are you going to look up at him, and he's going to smile at you, and he's going to tell you what he loves about you? why he wants to be your friend. And he's going to give you something in this season to do. Maybe it's go to a coffee shop. Maybe it's go on a drive. Maybe it's go see a movie. Maybe it's get McDonald's. (laughs) But he's going to say, friend, No longer do I call you servant, but I call you friend. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the friends in this place tonight. Thank you for the people that have said yes to you and are constantly giving their yes over and over, who walk with you in the cool of day just like in Genesis. Thank you for your friends, God. Thank you for your friends that want to become lovers today. Yeah. So if you're a friend of God and you want to step into a season of lover, this is going to get a little weird for the guys, but I'm going to take a risk. Guys, I want you to picture you on your wedding day. And girls, the same. In your finest clothes, dressed in rubies and diamonds and crowns. And I want you to picture yourself here in a room and you're getting ready and you're looking in the mirror. And I just want you to lock eyes with yourself. And I want you to do what I did on my wedding day. And I want you to just look at yourself and just say, today changes everything. Today I become one with my groom. And you're walking out of the room and all of a sudden you just see Jesus at the end of the aisle, ready for his glorious bride. And when you get there and when you meet him, he looks at you and he says, wow. He looks at you and he says, wow. God, I pray for these people tonight. I pray for these lovers of God that you'd break our boxes of uncomfortability that we can see you for who you really are, that you are Lord and friend and lover all in one. God, I impart right now 
into every person here the way that I've experienced your love, the ways that you've come and held me in the middle of the night, the ways that you've walked and talked and danced with me, God. I just release it over this room right now. Lord, I thank you for your presence. And I thank you that what I just did, they can do every day of their lives. Lord, your word says, be still and know that I am God. So Lord, in our stillness, we know who you are. In our stillness, we find you. We find the real you. Holy Spirit, breathe a fresh fire right now. Wow. Breathe a fresh fire right now in Jesus' name. Speak new truth. Hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I just have the Bethel team come up here and join me, everyone? We just want to take some time and pray for you guys lay hands on you guys and if there's something specific um, you want feel free to to ask if you just want if you just want an encounter if you just want encouragement it's totally fine um, but 
don't let don't let fear stop you from stepping out. Like the Lord loves to answer your prayers. He loves to give good good gifts. And we're not afraid of not afraid of discouragement. We're not we're not afraid of hopelessness. If if you're feeling that and you just you want encouragement, please speak it out. Let us speak life over you. Let us encourage you. Let us pray for you. Yeah, actually, I'm going to have us go to you. Um, if you're in this place and you're just, you're hungry for more of the Lord, um, you feel stirred, you, you want to know him in, in a new way, you want to encounter him, or you just want encouragement and word, uh, we just stand up right now. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Amazing. All right, yeah, go, we're just going to come around and, and pray. Go ahead if you, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to share with you, we can, we can either step into a room and bring his presence, or we can step into a room where he's already present. And tonight, Jesus is here. And I strongly feel he's going to show many of you guys that he's not a fairy tale. We're not a cult. We just have faced reality, and reality has changed us. So I want to encourage you, take the risk, even if it sounds weird. If you want a word of encouragement, if we can pray for you, just stand up and give us the permission and the privilege to bless you. And let us prove to you that God is real and he's not a fairy tale. You don't need any prayer personally from the team if you if you're not getting a prophetic word if you're just kind of chilling and you're available to pray for healing I want to invite anybody in the room who needs physical healing to go ahead and come up to the front here and we'll just gather around you and we're gonna believe God's gonna to touch you tonight I'll just throw it out there again. If you're not getting prayed for and you're a part of the Beth Bethel, if you're part of the uh, Legacy City Ministry team, come up front.
All right. Sorry, if you're, if you're in encounter or receiving a word, continue. But we actually just want to do um, some public words. If I talk to you before the service, it's my team. You want us to come up and we're just going to bless some people with some words. I think you know who you are. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we're just going to give some, give some words before we, before we leave. Amazing. Again, if you're, if you're talking to someone or in something, just feel free to stay there. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. This is Beatrice. Just going to give her a word. Hi, guys. Um, so I have a word for you guys as a church. Um, as I, walk, I walked in, um, I saw a lot of glimpses of, it's mainly for you too, but um, um, I saw a lot of glimpses of creativity. Like, as I walked in, there was the silk... I'm a creative, so like everything in a room, I'm like, it got really highlighted to me, like the silk, the paintings, how you did the lights, um, like the setup of the coffee uh, stand, like there's so much creativity and excellence in this house. And um, I feel like God is using and is going to keep uh, using this church in, in creativity and in creative ways. Um, so I just wanted to bless this house uh, to flow more and more in creativity, like rivers, like I was seeing rivers and rivers of creativity. Um, and I just wanted to do, um, take a risk right now. Um, and I would like to pray for the creatives in the room. Like if you do photography, painting, media, um, dance, um, uh, anything creative, drama, I just would like you to stand up. Um, recently, just a little bit of my testimony, I got, um, I'm in first year in BSSM. Um, I've been a photographer and um, singer my whole life. Um, and I received a lot of breakthrough. Uh, recently, I've received, like God gave me, <laughs> um, I was free, freed from a lot of fears and insecurities related to my um, talents and what God gave, like the gifts that God gave me. Um, so I just would like to pray for you for freedom and for, um, for God to encounter you and show you exactly who you are. So um, if you could just put your hands in front of you, I just would like you to just would like to pray for you. Thank you, God. Thank you for your freedom. Thank you that in you we are free. <laughs> As we get closer and closer to you, there's so much freedom, so much freedom.
I ask you, God, to encounter each person that stood up. And show them more and more of the freedom that I encountered <laughs> this couple of months. Show, show them who they are. As daughters, as, as sons. As kings, as queens. Thank you, God. Touch them. Bless them. I bless their talents, all the gifts that they have. And I ask you to increase, increase more and more. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thank you for your love for each one of us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, and just one last person. You. Yes. You're here looking at me. You're wearing a white, <laughs> white shirt. What's your name? North? Wow. Sorry? Nora. Oh, beautiful name. Um, as we walked into the church, you were standing up and you're smiling, so you got really highlighted to me, like, straight away. Uh, you're really welcoming. Thank you. <laughs> um, and during the, the worship, um, I just noticed your skirt, like, it's really like it reminded me of Scotland straight away like it came to my mind I don't know why but like I asked the Lord like why Scotland like maybe it's the same type of prints um, but Scotland is a country full of culture history and a lot of beauty and for you Nora I think um, it represents you um, it, you carry so much beauty And um, and one of the things that God told me is that you're going to make history and you're going to influence nations. Um, so I just wanted to bless you with that. Um, you're beautiful and um, the beauty that you carry is going to bless a lot of people around you. Yeah, bless you, Laura. Um, the woman with the, yeah, the baby, um, you stood up for creativity. Do you, do you paint by chance or, yeah, yeah, sorry, you. No? Okay. Um, do you do anything with like bright colors or flowers maybe or no? No, it's okay if not. I'm just taking a risk. Do you, sorry, sorry. Um, just in the, in the realm of creativity, do you do anything with like bright colors or flowers or no? Again, it's okay if not. <laughs> yeah. Do you like make make them or? Okay, got you. Okay, I, I don't know how it is. I just felt like the Lord's like pleasure and you like creating different things. I know you stood up for creating and I, I saw like just bright colors and like paint in, in a tray. Um, so I don't know exactly what that looks like. Maybe if it's something new that like is fun and joyful for you to explore but 
just wanted to share that. Like the Lord loves in whatever way that you create, and maybe He wants to show you new ways. I don't know. Ask Him. Um, but yeah, you're awesome. Uh, so you in the hat right here, you were highlighted to me. I felt like God was saying that he wants to encounter you. I felt like um, you're going to start getting dreams in the night of like, I don't know, just like, yeah, dreams in the night of like people that you can like go to. I just feel like he's giving you a heart for his like lost people. And I feel like you're going to get like a really like, in the next probably like couple weeks uh like a major power up in like presence and like just yeah just like the father's presence so yeah i just want to pray that in like thank you jesus for this man thank you thank you for his heart god thank you for all the people he's going to just bring and like introduce to you jesus Thank you for what he's stepping into. And we bless his future, God. In Jesus' name. I also... I also got the date just like 12, 13. Does that mean anything to anyone? All right. Twelve thirteen day. Here, come back to me. <laughs> we'll stand up, bro. You mind? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you're a son, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Dude, um, I just felt to bless you with, like, pastor's kids get a rep, right? That, like, they, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, like, that's not going to be your story, bro. Like it's not gonna be a story. You're actually you're actually powered empowered to live like so authentically you. And I and I just actually like release any pressure that you feel to, to meet a mold or be a certain certain way in other people's eyes and say like the only thing that matters, bro, is like you and you and him. Like you you know him, you know his voice, you know how he he talks to you and, and he that's, that's what matters, bro. Like, you don't have to act a certain way or do certain things to meet the expectations of those around you. Like, you're free to, to, to be you, man. You're free to be you. And to, to not bend to those things or, or, or feel like you have to be a certain way to, to meet their expectations, like, in the name of religion. Like, I just break any religious spirit off. That would, that would come against your mind. That would come against your, your body. That it actually has no hold on you. Uh, and that God created you like so unique. Uh, 
yeah, your, your unique desires, your unique quirks, and the way that you function, the things that you like, the things that you want to go after and do, like, they have so much merit. And you have freedom to, to go after to go after those things. Um, and, yeah, and again, any, any shame that would just come up against you that, like, would say, like, oh, I should be better than this, or I shouldn't struggle with this, or I shouldn't think this because, like, who I am um, and who my dad, or who my earthly dad is, like, has has no place. Um, you're human just like the rest of us. You're human just like the rest of us, bro. And like, you're allowed to be human. Yeah? You're allowed to be human. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're, you're allowed to have those things. And like, he's right there with you. He's right there with you, bro. And like, he's gonna, he's gonna walk with you. The Father's gonna walk with you every step of the way. He's not gonna turn his back on you. He's not gonna turn his back on you. And you're, you're not held to a, to a higher standard. You're allowed to be a kid. Not to be a kid. Like you know him and you love him. And holiness is actually empowered by intimacy. It's empowered by intimacy. So that's what matters. Like your intimacy with him is what matters and that's a priority. Not not religious expectations, but actually your intimacy with the Father. Um, so lean into that. Lean into intimacy with the Father. Go after him. Seek his face. Hang out with him. He wants to have fun with you. He wants to tell you jokes. He wants to go on adventures with you and just, like, kick it and see you and God, like, just kicking it on the couch watching TV, right? Or, or, or going out and wiling out, do something something crazy, hiking or dirt bikes or fishing, whatever it is. Like, he wants to do fun things with you and just build that intimacy. Um, yeah, bless you that with that, bro. Hi, so my name's Aaron. And this guy in the lovely red flannel, um, would you like to stand up, please? Incredible. Is your, your name's Christian? Awesome. It's good to meet you. Yeah, I just feel like God wants to bring, like, hope and life, freedom, love, power, authority, strength. You're an insanely incredible person. You carry something so beautiful. Yeah, God's heart longs for you, Christian. Like, he really does. It really longs for you. It's so special. Christian, you're so significant. You're very significant. Yeah, you're worth standing up for this, Christian. Yeah, and I just bless you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to attempt to move in a word of knowledge right now. Um, does anyone in the room happen to have a kidney that needs to be, like a kidney that like needs to be restored? Does anyone know anyone that has a kidney that needs to be restored? Okay. Yeah, I just believe God's restoring a kidney. And I think it's going to be incredible. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Um, Scott, um, are you planning anything else for the meeting tonight? Because it determines the direction we can go. Okay. Are you ready to have as much fun as possible? Yeah. Hold up, my wife has interrupted me, 
and she would like to share a word. I just have like one more like word um, before we move into this. And so um, right there, you're looking at me with um, the studs and the Nike hoodie. Yes. Can you stand up? What's your name? Elijah. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, so I it was like actually during worship time and then like I just looked over and I felt like you were actually highlighted. And um, can I ask how old you are? 17. Amazing. You're in high school? Okay. So I actually like, I feel you have such a strong leadership calling and anointing on your life. And like, um, and you have such a powerful voice. And like, I don't know if it's in the past, like anyone has told you to like, you don't have a voice or you're not like, or you may feel you're not listened to, or you may feel your voice been shut down, or like you may feel like insignificant in any way. But I actually want to tell you like, that's not true. Like you actually have such a powerful voice that God's giving you. And that's actually a calling on your life. Like you're called to stand up and be a strong, like high level leader. And you're actually, he's going to give you so many things to say that's actually going to set trajectories of people's lives. And you're going to speak freedom into people's lives. And you're actually going to um, speak people's identities. And he's actually going to give you so many prophetic words. Um, like to guide and be a leader and then I literally like I heard Isaiah over you but it's kind of fun that your name is Elijah <laughs> in the prophet realm <laughs> but um but so I just felt Isaiah just like Isaiah was such a major prophet in the Bible I actually feel that over your life and that he's giving you such a strong prophetic voice. And that comes along with the leadership thing on your life. You're actually going to step into such an anointing just like Isaiah in the Bible that prophesied so much into the nation of Israel, into the future. And like all of that, it's on your life. It's, it has to do with unlocking your voice. And so like we just, I just bless you right now. And I just say, we just take off that muzzle that anyone that's in the past has tried to silence you. We just say no more right now. We just take that off and we just speak an unlocking of your voice. And then you have full permission, Elijah, to step into your calling. You carry that authority. You carry that anointing and that grace and power. You have full permission to start stepping into it. Yeah, you are a leader, and you have a strong voice, and you carry a strong prophetic anointing. So start stepping into that. Yeah. yeah. And Elijah, it's not a coincidence that your name is Elijah. Cool. i like to move into something, um, and to do that, I'm going to need some very special people to come forward. So Scott, Tammy, and anyone in your family, I would love for you to please come forward. And like if like your community, Legacy City Church, could like come like surround you guys as we do this, I think it's going to be very special. And you can jump in too, see, but. Can we place our hands on your shoulders and lay hands? Is that cool? Great. 
Scott and Tammy and your family. I feel like this is going to be the year that you're going to get what your heart's been crying out for. All the years, all the time that you've been crying out in the secret place. I feel God saying it's this year. I feel there's redemption happening right now. I feel it's a pivotal moment in your life. You've been so faithful. And God's honored it so much. I feel like you guys are stepping into an anointing that's greater than John G. Lake. In Spokane. In Spokane was declared by U.S. statistics the healthiest city in the world. I think there were like 100,000 plus people that were healed. Enough to shock statisticians in Washington, D.C. And I feel God saying it's greater. I studied civilization engineering. It's important for me to say this to help understand. But I know how bridges work and how they're designed. And I'm reminded of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge that failed. And I know bridges, like, the reason it failed was because the frequency it was designed for matched the wind frequency. And I don't know what the revival history is on the west side of the sound. But I'm wondering if, like, as the new bridge is built, if there's higher frequencies, like higher waves of the wind that the Holy Spirit wants to bring through this region. And Scott and Tammy, you guys are revivalists that I believe is going to shape the west side of the sound. I believe it's a house church movement. Related to Francis Chan, Will We Are Church movement. It's very similar in San Francisco. I believe it's a house church movement. I believe you're going to raise a powerful people. I believe some are in this room. Yeah. And I bless you in Jesus' name. Yeah. Scott and Tammy, we just honor you. We just honor all the tears and the labor you've sown into this. Yeah. And even the moment earlier when we walked into the door, like even before we pulled up to the 
parking lot and you opened the door popped out and you were so excited and you were just waving and beaming with joy and <laughs> and I just I felt so honored that you guys are so welcoming and that you're so excited to have us and like I just felt like an immense joy from the father and I just felt like just his heart towards you guys and I just felt he was just saying I love these people <laughs> and I just felt like the father was just like, I'm so proud of my son my daughter like what they have started here like this is a diamond <laughs> like it may seem small to other people but it's so big in his eyes like he's literally like he I just saw him beaming with pride and with joy over what you guys have labored and have sown into and like even this place as a product as a fruit of it like he's just so over the moon <laughs> excited about you guys and and he his heart is so tender to our both of you and like I just I saw when I saw you like beaming with joy I just like felt like I saw you as like a five-year-old <laughs> like I felt like that in the spirit and I was like oh my gosh like you carry so much childlike wonder and joy and like that's because you're such a son like you're such a son and that's what makes you such a good father that's what makes you such a good leader of this house it's because you know how to be a son <laughs> first and foremost you know your papa you know how to be a son and that's what makes you a great leader and you guys are such pioneers and like I like along with what Aaron's saying I felt like for a long time you guys been sowing into this dream this seed that he give you like you've stewarded so well like you've sown I literally see like hours of labor and tears and prayers and all of that that's sung into this and like nobody sees that nobody knows but God knows and he, he sees that he saw every minute that you cried out to him like every prayer every tear and like every like moment of silent crying in your heart that you've spent with him in a secret place that you've labored with him to birth this movement like he sees all of that he honors you and he honors that so much I feel like he's just saying thank you thank you Scott thank you Tammy thank you for laboring with me thank you for never giving up on this dream thank you for birthing something with me thank you that you never aborted this dream early thank you for carrying this child to full term thank you for continuing to care for this child no matter how messy it may feel and I feel like he's he's saying like this baby this movement this promise like you're not gonna raise it alone you won't feel like you're alone you're pioneers but he's actually bringing a team behind you like you guys have been tilting the ground it's been hard because that's the whole process of tilting the ground but you've loosened the dirt 
and you are planting seeds, and you have laborers behind you that are saying, I'm behind you. I've got your back. I'm following you. I see your vision, and I'm submitting under you. I honor your leadership. I'm with you. And I want you guys to even right now take a look around. Like a look around you. This is your people. This is your family. This is your tribe. This is your village. This promise, this baby is going to be raised by a village. (laughs) Yeah, and these people love you. They honor you. They see what you carry. Yeah, and they've given you space to lead them. So we just bless you guys. We bless your family. We bless this movement. We bless this house church. (laughs) Just bless, thank you for your heart of following the Holy Spirit. Thank you for honoring him above all else. Thank you for being so sensitive to what he's saying, what he's doing. And thank you for lingering with him. Thank you for not being in a rush. He honors you. These people honor you. And we as the Bethel team honor you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Guys, <laughs> oh, it's so good. Hmm. I just... I just feel so thankful to be to be able to have been here with you guys tonight. It was it was an honor, truly an honor to be here, and truly an honor to be with everyone in that in attendance. Uh, and I and I feel like, yeah, we're gonna be able to look back at this and be like, we were at the church in when it was still blooming before it was a mighty mighty oak, before it was a mighty mighty oak, and like. We got to we got to be there. We got to worship with them. We got to encounter the Lord with them and go after things. And like that's an honor. It's such an honor to to be to be here with you guys. And hopefully leave encouraged and hopefully <laughs> hopefully leave something with you guys that that helps you on your journey. I know we've been encouraging this is like I won't forget this soon. Um Yeah, we're just gonna pray it out. Just gonna pray it out, and Eldridge, Eldridge, you wanna pray us out, man? Commission us. <laughs> Send us forth. Release <laughs> the fire. Hey. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for everything that you've done today. I thank you that it's just the beginning, Father. I thank you that we are able and and, and having this privilege to be a part of this. To bless this church, Father. To bless this church as your disciples, Father. 
And I pray, Father, as we go home, Father, that you continue to speak to us, to all of us, Father, that you continue to teach us, Father, to walk a walk the way you walked on this earth, Jesus. I thank you that we weren't here today to be entertained, but to be in touch with you, Jesus. So as we go, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you will draw us into an intimacy, that we fall madly in love, and that you, and that you get us hopelessly lost in you. I bless every single person that came tonight, every single person that didn't come tonight, Father. And I thank you, Father, for your sovereignty over this house and over this place and over every little person, Jesus, that, that held back their hearts, that held back their, 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 um, their emotions and feelings and, 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 and were just surrendered to fear. It's not over, Father, because you're smiling. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. And I thank you for dreams and visions tonight, Father. I thank you that the seeds that were placed tonight, Father, that they will bloom, Father, and they will grow in accelerated growth, Father. this house. Bless this city, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 The, the team will be around kind of lingering um, if you want to ask for prayer for anything or if you haven't got a word and you really want one, we'll be around. Please feel free to to ask us. Yeah. Yeah. If there's something specific uh, that you saw in someone's life and you're like, man, I want that. Um, feel free to ask for impartation. Um, again, we'll, we'll be around. We'll be around. Awesome. So if you have to go here, be blessed. Um, but if you want to linger around, you can let these guys uh, give you a word. If you didn't get one already, <clears throat> I don't mean to put all the weight on them for giving prophetic words, no. I mean, we've, we've gone through some training, so we can. We can hear in part. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, you'd be amazed at what God will give you. Cool. Awesome. And we just want to thank you guys. You guys have blessed us so much. <laughs> you guys are awesome. You guys, yeah. We just bless you guys. Thank you, guys. I'll say it for myself, too. Just thank you, Bethel team. Thank you, students, for what you guys are doing, what you're, you're giving your life, laying it down to become these powerful fire breathers. And you are. I mean, that's why I peeked out the door and was like, well, <laughs> I, I know where your house is, and I, I, know, I know the goods you're getting. And I just so look forward to these opportunities. So. If we were younger and had the ability, we would go down there and go to school probably. We so. <laughs> Even if we weren't younger. All right. Well, I'll put some party music on. I don't know. You guys yeah. can do whatever you yeah. want. Make a fire tunnel or something. Whatever yeah. you want to do. 
Yeah, if the team wants to come and come up here, uh, just to be available to pray for pray for anyone. Um, yeah, if you want pray for anything, if you want impartation for anything, or we're here, we're here for you guys. We're not in a hurry, um, but yeah, we're just gonna hang out.